bitterness. You've heard its other names, animosity, animus, which funny enough is the machine that uh, Desmond Miles gets into during the series Assassin's Creed, but other words like antagonism, antipathy, bad blood, enmity, gall, grudge, hostility, jaundice, rancor, yeah, like the rancor in Return of the Jedi. All these words have the same root definition, a deep-seated ill will. While there are other definitions, this first definition from Merriam-Webster epitomizes the type of apathy so prevalent in our world today. It is attributed to agitate people of different races, faith, and cultures. Just watch the news. I mean, riots burn businesses, citizens set up zones of autonomy. All this comes from one word, bitterness. If you don't believe me, reflect on the past year with those close to you. Do you know anyone who has, you know, that really holds anger towards others? Of course. <laughs> now look at their health. You know, notice how when they hold on to resentments, anger, hostility, and grudges, their health declines? Well, if you don't, I have. And I've mentioned this in the past, but here it is really a natural issue for my aunt, uncle, and cousin. I've watched as their bitterness towards myself and my mother ate at their health and, in turn, their quality of life. Well, all of them still travel, they work, and they enjoy their hobbies, but <laughs> They have constantly stated, you know, I can't let it go. And my mother and I have mentioned they should just leave their enmity behind and just enjoy life. And constantly the return reply is, well, we cannot. Now today my aunt has an illness without treatment. My uncle has had cardiac and other physical issues and they continue to plague him. My cousin, while thin after gastric bypass surgery, you know, she's starting to have issues with her health as well. Now, I'm not saying this will always happen because, hey, I'm not a doctor, I, I don't know everything, and thank goodness I don't, but how is, you know, the quality of life for those people that you know, you know, is it below average? Well, it could be, like my extended family. And I'm warning you, don't head down that road. You know, if you have, you know, I have a tip here for you where you can start removing the bitterness out of your life. You know, understand that you cannot control what people do. You can only control how you respond. It's very simple, I know. So it's okay if you, you know, say, oh, that's just too simple. How could it be simple? And, you know, that's okay. Uh, just like everything mentioned here, it really is not that difficult. But to implement, it's basically hard. Or even to start, you know, thinking about it. So how do I start reversing the bitterness in my life or prevent it from taking hold? Well, I want you to think on this from Romans 12, uh, verses 20 and 21, you know. Our scriptures tell us that if you see your enemy hungry, go buy that person lunch. If you see they're thirsty, you know, give them a drink. Your generosity will surprise them with goodness. Don't let evil get the best of you. Get the best of evil by doing good. So, <laughs> this whole long passage really should be condensed down to one word, and that is compassion. Kill them with kindness. We all have heard this, but is it practical? Well, yes. Is it doable? Most certainly, yes. See, if we're compassionate to everyone, 
even if it is the most difficult thing to do, we can have a great day at work, relax when we are on vacation, you know, you name it. Now, another way to kill bitterness or halt before it enters your consciousness is to forgive. You, I, and everyone in this world must learn to forgive each other, to begin the healing and build a better world we currently live in. And it is a directive, almost like a prime directive here, and it's mentioned by Paul in his letter to the Ephesians. He basically says, forgive one another as quickly and thoroughly as God in Christ forgave you. While part of a larger passage, and we will get to this later, this one line is the heart of being a Christian. Unfortunately, it is seldom followed. Forgiveness is a must and a fully conscious action. It doesn't matter if the other person forgives you, you must actively forgive the other person. Forgiveness is the worst action, by the way, because it is the most difficult to enact in our lives. You know, thanks to our culture and definitely here in the U.S., you know, forgiving anyone pretty much has not been an option. However, in order for you to be right in your life, help your community, be a better citizen, you know, forgiveness must be the first item when it comes to anyone who has done harm, both physical and mental. You need to forgive. There are stories of European Jews who have forgotten, the, uh, you know, excuse me, forgiven their tormentors during World War II. The documented response from the world has always been, you know, how can you forgive this person? Well, unfortunately, the answer is very cryptic because the answer is that the forgiveness is between you and the other party. No one else is involved and they should not be involved because it is a private matter between you and that other person. It's a personal decision and a very personal action. As I close, I want everyone to write down the following passages to help you start on rooting out bitterness in your life. And our first one is from our previous Ephesians passage. It says, we, you know, make a clean break with all cutting, backbiting, profane talk. Be gentle with one another, sensitive. Forgive one another as quickly and as thoroughly as God in Christ forgave you. See? So another passage, and this one actually comes from Jesus directly, so no, no arguing on this one. But what Jesus said is, when someone gives you a hard time, respond with the energies of prayer for that person. Uh, if someone slaps you in the face, stand there and take it. If someone grabs your shirt, gift wrap your best coat and make a present of it. If someone takes unfair advantage of you, use the occasion to practice the servant life. No more tit-for-tat stuff. Live generously. And this is where we get, you know, turn the other cheek. It's this passage there. And finally, we're going to go back to Romans. And this passage really started my road being not only a compassionate and forgiving person, but also has taken a lot of the stress out of my life when other people, you know, get me riled up. I have to really think of this and I have to be active in thinking of this, but you'll like it. And it, basically in this Romans passage, it says, if you've got it in you, get along with everybody. Don't insist on getting even. That's not for you to do. I'll do the judging, says God. I'll take care of it. Now, there are times I say to myself, oh my gosh, really? And it's, it's like, God, can you just do something here? Does it happen? Not all the time. But sometimes I, it's, it's really me personally. And then I'm like, okay, you know, this is not the fight I should be in. 
That doesn't say you don't fight for what you believe in, but at the same time, it's like, you know, if you're going to judge somebody, you know, let God do it. For you, you just get along, try to get along with everybody, and do your best to be a better person. And this is why I say that these three passages have really helped me. And if you feel the need for different passages, or if you just want to talk, you know, hey, email us. We'll be happy to sit down with you, or chat with you, or, or email you back, have a little conversation. But let us know. And for some of you there listening, and you may be saying, you know, whether watching watching this this or listening to this message, you're probably looking at at the screen or listening to your earbuds, going, you know, presenter Brandon, you don't know the kind of hell and crap I've I have been going through or I am going through now. And you know what? You're right. I don't know. But let me tell you a brief history about myself, so that you know where I'm coming from. My grandparents, both maternal and paternal, were alcoholics. I lived with my maternal grandparents after my parents divorced because of my father's alcoholism. While living with my maternal grandparents, my grandmother was a mental abuser which she imbibed. And while I have never been physically abused, the mental abuse was horrific. Throughout my academic life, I was mistreated by peers. That's not to say I didn't have any friends. I certainly did have friends. But the bullying from others was just torturous and so relentless. Um, Even my first marriage ended in divorce by a wife who continually committed adultery. And in her own way, she did some form of psychological abuse. Now, after hearing all this, you can, you know, I can really tell you it was extremely difficult to forgive everyone. Remember, as I said, forgiveness is not always verbally exchanged, but forgiveness is also personal to you. While I do have some health issues, it's mainly due to poor life choices in the past, and if you ever met me, you'll see that's the case. You know, but today, I am healthier than my extended family that I've mentioned previously, you know, my aunt, uncle, and cousin. I still have bouts of depression, but they're not as prevalent and they're not as long as they used to be. Now, this does not mean I you know, I don't reflect on others who have wronged me. I do. But in having compassion and forgiveness, these people do not really bother me in my life. You know, I live my life to the fullest, or well, you know, as full as COVID will allow me to, or any of us. Okay. So I just want to say thank you for joining us today here at the Guild. Uh, This is the new year, and we're organizing more activities and building more interactive sessions, you know, on Twitch, YouTube, and other media outlets and you can find those on our website so if you like what you hear and you wish to support us just click the support button or the link below your support goes mainly to our community partners and then to our expenses one other thing is we're changing our times um, basically our time for game night will be changing to 4 p.m mountain standard time that's 3 p.m pacific and 5 p.m eastern Also, like today, our Sunday messages will now begin at 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. That's 7 a.m. Pacific and 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, I want to thank you all for listening and watching, and we will definitely see you next week.